Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbrey is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Well, hello. Where have you all been? It's been a moment since I've seen you around. Now, I don't mean the show. Hell, each episode continues to gain listeners. And you're all doing fantastic there. So personally, I have nothing to gripe about. I'm going to gripe a little bit in this episode about citizen involvement and citizen engagement. But I've got to give you praise beforehand. This is not griping about the listener base with the show because this is episode 30, the Dirty 30. 30, 30, 30, holy cow. I'm up to like 160 on the videos, but this is the main podcast. This just kicked off in May. Sometimes it's a struggle to do two a week. But I still do it, put the content out, put the time in, put the work in, get it cranked out, and get it out to you. And you all take the time to listen. And apparently you take the time to share it around with people that you know, and maybe some that you don't. Now, just because I'm saying that doesn't mean stop. Please, please continue to share these episodes and share the link and share the information with folks that you know. And what's what's the routine? What are you supposed to say? Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. You can find it anywhere on all major podcast hosting sites. But you can definitely easily always find it at the home station of perception.fireside.fm. And I'll tell you what, if that's Jordan or Jordan's mom texting me, you know I'm making a show right now, Jordan. Gosh, keeping my buzzer on during the recording. Sorry about that, folks. How rude. All right, back to it. Perception.fireside.fm. That's what you tell the folks. That's the home station. And people are going there and they're listening. And I thank you for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Continue sharing it. I would like to see a few more of my Facebook friends and fans and listeners or enemies, whatever you want to call them. I would like to see a few more of them 
sharing it on social media, that would be helpful. I would like to always, always increase the listener base and increase the downloads and the listens per episode. And that's on, I guess, me to make the content and make content that somebody wants to listen to, and I need your help to help share it. It's not that hard to just type in, listen to this show, perception.fireside.fm. But you guys are doing that, so enough of that. Where the hell are you in speaking truth to power within the government of Muncie or in your own community? Folks, we've been coming together throughout the week, twice a week, sometimes more if you count the Facebook Live videos, and talking about citizen engagement, citizen involvement. 1,200 people comes out to a meeting on August 5th, the largest showing that I have ever seen. The largest showing that anybody locally has ever seen on a local level. And then just one week later, everybody is kaput. Where is everybody? Folks, citizen engagement. Bettering government through citizen involvement. It takes a level of commitment. And I understand not everybody has that. And I understand that not everybody is going to get as on fire for it as I am. But folks, I sat right here and I told you, I told you. That the level of importance is this. We showed them that we can bring out 1,200 people protesting about the plant, the steel, dust, lead, mercury, whatever the hell it is, the WSP plant. And we showed those around the state and honestly, around the United States, that the citizens of Muncie, you guys can come out and tell your officials, we don't like this, we're not for this, and we expect you to clean this mess up. But then you know what happened? Nobody else showed up to the next meeting. Now, it wasn't a city council meeting, and I understand that. And, in all fairness, some people showed up to the budget meeting on Monday. Some people stood outside and held signs, and that's great. And some people went inside, and that's great. But why couldn't we have 400 people there? You know, it was after work hours. You could have got there late. Why couldn't we have people there? 
I mean, I, I, I started looking on the page, and for those of you in the area, you know the page that I'm talking about. For those of you that aren't in the area, there's a little Facebook page that started up after the last meeting. And of course, if you're not from Muncie or you're not from East Central Indiana, this might be a little harder to follow, but there is great example in what I'm talking about. So bear with me and we'll get to the point so you'll know what's being talked about. You'll have an understanding of what's going on and how this could apply to you in your fight with trying to better your local government. All right? So, after the meeting on Monday, August 5th, a Facebook page popped up. Community Involvement, Delaware County, Indiana. All right? When I got home that night... I had already been invited to this group. So someone had invited me, and I gladly joined. And now, I had about two or three hundred messages between text messages, phone calls, Facebook messages, and notifications that night of people who were talking about the meeting and about activism and about politics and about corruption and about speaking truth to power. And it was a lot to take in. And I answered everyone that I possibly could. All right. And I joined this group and there were several asking me to point them in the direction of the links to listen to the podcasts. Okay. I know that there are some out there. There's some out there from my home community in Winchester. Sean Byram is not a fan of my podcast. Sean Byram is not a fan of me. We made sure that his four years in office meant really nothing. We made sure that he was not elected to the state house, becoming the representative for District 33. And we helped him make the decision to not run for election again. All right? So he's not a fan. I get it. Nora Powell, she's not a fan. I get it. Does anybody not understand why Nora wouldn't be a fan? Because I'm speaking out against her. Folks, it shouldn't be, but this is kind of like a popularity contest. I wish people didn't look at it that way. And so right now it's popular to, you know, beat up on Nora, but you know, I'm not just writing a fad. I'm talking about the fact that she is worked herself into one of the most powerful positions in city, possibly county government. And that's scary. She's also worked herself into one of the most scary positions in city or county government. So I've been speaking out about that and her friends and her committee and her quote-unquote war team 
And so that has me not as popular, I guess, as I could be. But here's the thing. I get people who are saying, hey, you know, thank you. I've never been involved with politics before, but somebody turned me on to your podcast and I started listening. Can you help me find your other episodes? So I share the link, all right? I did a podcast on the meeting. Now, there's a couple points I'm going to be talking about tonight. There were a few people who are... I don't even know how to do this. All right, I guess I'm going to do it this way. I am not for the mercury plant coming to Muncie or Delaware County. All right. I live east of Muncie, which means that crap can blow my direction. That's the way the wind blows. And I have family and friends in Muncie and I'm in Muncie a lot. So I don't want that to blow the direction of me or them or any of you. All right. But that doesn't mean we have to agree on all other political principles. I think Nora Powell should not be reelected. I am perfectly okay with one of you, hopefully only one of you, thinking that she should be reelected. All right. I am adult enough and I understand politics enough to say, hey, I don't support Nora. You do. That's fine. We both don't support this WSP facility. So let's team up and do that. But no, 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 no. I've had some people calling me out saying that I hijacked the meeting. I didn't hijack anything. I put my name down on a list to speak like are the rules of the Muncie City Council. I was aware that there are is a three-minute time limit. So I prepared a speech, and I practiced the speech, and I got the speech under three minutes. And I appeared at the council meeting in enough time to get a seat inside. All right? And I sat in the meeting, clapping when appropriate, maybe booing a little bit when appropriate, but I didn't speak out of turn before my time, and I didn't speak out of turn after my time. When I was called, I got up and I spoke. I said my piece, and I sat down. And let me tell you all a little secret. The audience cheered. A large percentage of the audience cheered. Do you not believe me? Here, I can play it for you and you can hear for yourself. And when I say that the large percentage of the audience cheered, I mean People who were there for various other reasons 
People who were there speaking out about the WSP facility. Do you not believe me? Here, take a listen. I'll leave it there. Furthermore, when the people started chanting, let him speak, let him speak, the person that was speaking at the time was a gentleman who was speaking out about the facility. And he went over his three minutes, and he wanted more time, and the audience wanted him to have more time. Listen, I wanted him to have more time, but I didn't start chanting. I didn't go crazy, because listen, I know what they're going to do. They have a history of shutting the meeting down. All right? I understand that if you go there and you act like fools, you're not going to get anywhere. Okay? I came home and did a decent video, not personally attacking anybody, sharing some of my beliefs, and saying, listen, you catch more bees with honey. All right? That was even the title of the episode. And I talked about how it's important to understand your target audience, which is supposed to be the council. And you're supposed to be passing along information to them. And you have to think and fight smarter, not harder. We're playing chess, not checkers. So, you know, you can want to speak longer than three minutes if you want to do that and you have... 10 minutes worth of information, then what you have to do is you have to speak your three minutes and then you sit down and the next person who comes up takes right off where you left off at reading from your statement. You can set it up that way or you just figure out some other way to convey your message. But I don't condone yelling and carrying on and acting like idiots. Now, do I think what happened at Monday's meeting on the 5th of August was good? Yes, I do, folks, because we let them see that we're not screwing around. Well, (laughs) at least that night we let them see that, all right? We didn't show up when we needed to on elsewhere. It's great that 10,000 people have sat behind a keyboard and filled out a petition, It's great that there are 1,800 people that are members of the Community Involvement Delaware County, Indiana page. Now, I will tell you that I know that there are a large percentage of people who have just joined this page in the last couple days that have joined only to see the dumpster fire that this page is now turning into. Now, I know that what I'm saying right now is not going to be popular, But it's because I'm telling you how it truly is. See, here's what happened. I've got people pointing fingers at me because I'm speaking out about Nora Powell. I've got people telling me that a facility coming to Muncie or coming anywhere that could be as dangerous as it is, is the most important issue facing anybody ever, and that crazy Christopher Bilbrey and crazy, dangerous, crazy nutter Audie Barber going on about Nora Powell and what she's done or what she hasn't done or blah, 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 
is nothing and it's crazy and no one should give that the time of day but folks there is nothing more crazy or dangerous than your rights being stripped away and i'll stand toe to toe with anybody that says otherwise just ask the folks in china just ask the folks in cuba just ask the folks all across the world ask them in england and in italy who are being arrested for twitter posts don't come to me with your bullshit support nora powell if you do that's fine that's politics don't like me if I don't support Nora, that's fine too. But by God, don't tell me I don't have a right to stand up and speak out about her and think that it's okay the shit that's going on. Listen to me. I filled out a records request. You've got 1,800 people on a group calling these people and writing emails and text messages People who are threatening these council members. I've never threatened anybody because I understand politics. I'm participating in the political system. And for that, Nora, as the most powerful person in the local political sphere, because of her position as a counselor, because she's basically the de facto president. I know Doug Marshall's the president, but she runs the show. It's easy to tell that. She's also the finance committee chair, which is the most powerful position in government, folks. It controls the purse strings. She's running the finance committee. You would know that if you showed up. But don't go crazy on a Facebook post. And then bash me. And you sit out and say, ah, yeah, that one's not really that important. We can't speak, so I'm not going to go. Listen, folks. This is politics. And I told you all this. Don't show up at this meeting on the 5th making them have the fire marshal there and having the, the police there and they're counting people. Don't show up with a big audience like that if you don't plan to do that next week and the week after that and the week after that and the meeting after that. You've got to do that. Now, I tried, I've tried getting in touch with some of these people from this group. I've tried lending my hand to help, to spread the message, to help fire people up, to get people to go, to get people informed on how they need to interact, to tell people you need to be calm, don't threaten these people, don't be crazy, file records requests, stand up for your rights, ask questions, demand accountability and transparency. But you know what happened when I did that? 
my posts were deleted and I was banned from commenting because somebody doesn't like my other message. So I was censored. So now <laughs> I've got a sitting city councilor trying to intimidate me out of speaking out. And I've got her friends in the community censoring my work. So I stopped engaging on the community involvement page. I'm still there. I still watch. It's interesting. I'm watching people leave the page in droves. People bitching about the page in droves. I'm watching people join the page just to watch the dumpster fire that it is. I'm also watching none of these people show up. There was a meeting on Monday. And like maybe 40 people was there. Maybe 60. That's nothing, folks. Are you telling me there aren't third shifters? There aren't people that you know, as a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home dad. There's not people that are students. There's not retired people that we couldn't have got together to go there to at least fill the seats. You literally couldn't hold it together longer than a week. It's great that we're talking about writing emails and writing notes, and now they've got the page set up to where it's admin approval to be able to post on the page. All right, so now it's admin approval. So you can't have a good idea and post. Well, I, you can, they might like it, but see the problem there? Now we've got people standing up and saying, well, I'm the leader of this movement, I'm the leader. No, you're not the leader of shit. You're an adult with an opinion and a mouth and maybe a platform to say it, and I'm an adult with a mouth and an opinion and a platform to say it. I don't need a bunch of idiots to lead me. If I did, I wouldn't be bitching about the city council because they're idiot enough to lead everybody. But I'm bitching about them, so I don't need other idiots put in place to do it. You're not going to gain the support of the people who really care about what's going on and understand politics enough and who are willing to show up by censoring people and cutting out ideas. You're making this way too big. You're getting too crazy about this and saying you need this and you need this and you need this. No, you don't. You need 300 people to show up to a meeting and say, by God, we don't want this. And then you need those 300 people to show up to the next meeting and say, you know what, we're really serious. We don't want this. And then you need those same 300 people to show up at the next meeting and at the next meeting. And you need those 300 people to tell 300 more people. And you need those people to vote. Because that's all the officials care about. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't care about science, and science is great, and science is wonderful, but it don't matter. What's going to get these people to pull this shit is if you tell them they're not going to be elected. 
folks, it's not rocket science. You're like, well, we're not going to let this person speak because he's not a PhD in chemical engineering. You don't have to be a PhD in chemical engineering. You have to be an 18-year-old that can freaking vote. You understand? You understand? Calm down with all of this craziness. All right? Just go to the meetings. Are there any local environmental scientists on this group or people with particular knowledge of lead, mercury, or particularities? I don't mean a simple recreational knowledge. I mean, I need an academic and professional knowledge. Must be local. Why? Why? What? Why does this need to be local? Why does this person need to be local? You don't need a local person to speak because anybody can speak that goes to a public meeting, first and foremost. Why do you need... Here's the deal. The science of this is... Here's the science. I'm going to break this down to you. There's a factory coming. It's not currently here. When the factory's here, it's going to put some shit up in the air that we don't want to breathe. We don't want to land on the food. We don't want to go into the water. And we don't want it here. And if you bring it here, we're voting you out. You understand? And you have to show up to tell these people this each and every time. That's all they care about. All right? They're running for office. They want to get reelected because when this project's over, there's going to be other stuff happening. And that's what these people, these politicians want. They're politicians. They're running for office. There's more going on than WSP. When this WSP's over, there's going to be other crap on the plate. And there's people who care about it all, like me, like care about the WSP and care about cleaning the corruption up and care about the $17 million MSD program. All right? There's people like that that want to make a difference. Okay? And the people that are playing social justice warrior online, like a role-playing game, they're pushing people like me away. And so you have a situation in where you have 1,800 people who are in this group and 40 of them showing up. And we're, we're going down through and we're... Ah... I'm typing right now, in the middle of this podcast, I'm going to say, why does this person have to be local? All right, and here's the thing. The admin on this group posted three hours ago with the taping of this show. Finally, after eight long days, we just got word the government administration 
committee meeting to gather information and to write a new ordinance to rescind the financial subsidiary package for the zinc plant has been scheduled. Cornerstone Center of the Arts Auditorium, August 21st. The time is to be announced. The committee consists of Denise Moore, Nora Powell, and Lynn Peters. Of course it does. You could have said the committee consists of Nora Powell, Nora Powell, and oh, by the way, Nora Powell. Note that I didn't learn about this information from Denise Moore. She never responded to me. Jeff Robertson at Cornerstone Center for the Arts reached out to Denise about the space being available. And when I asked, he followed up immediately with me when he got the confirmation that it was scheduled. He deserves our thanks. Let's email Denise and her to schedule it for 7 o'clock. Okay, so here's what we've got. We've got these people saying that we know that a meeting is scheduled, but they don't know the time. So let me explain this to you. You don't know that a meeting is scheduled. Until you have a time and a date, you don't know that it's scheduled because we've already had a date scheduled once and then they canceled it. That was the 20th. Now, maybe it'll be the 21st. Who knows? Who, who possibly knows? All right, who knows? Maybe it'll be scheduled. Maybe they'll come out. I know the Star Press, which is basically the council's secretary is saying they don't have a time and a date. So, that's interesting. I'm reading down through here. And what exactly is this for? Is the city council just going to be there to hear from the community? And then we're hearing, this is the committee that will work on the new ordinance for rescinding the financial package. It's my understanding that they would work on the new ordinance and that we would need to be approved at the next council meeting on 9-9. Is that your understanding of the situation? So are they holding a public meeting to discuss rescinding the financial package? I'm sorry, I'm trying to understand why this is a, why this is a public meeting, like they are hoping to show us they are being more transparent. Yes, I talked about this last night in a meeting post. If they introduce it in the first Monday of September city council meeting, they can motion to suspend the rules and vote on the ordinance in the same meeting. Okay, I remember the other post talking about this, so they are going to discuss it, vote on it, and hopefully vote it through. That's what I thought. I honestly couldn't remember where I'd seen it, though. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll post again later and pull it all together with our strategy ideas. Our strategy ideas? You show up to the damn meeting. You have a lot of other people there. And you tell them... We do not want this. You work for us. Vote on this. And we'll vote your asses out. But you got to make them believe it. And the only way they will believe that is if you can mobilize more than 40 people to the meetings. When you show up to a meeting with 1,200 people... You have to continuously do that because they know it can happen then. And if it doesn't happen after you do that, then you know what happens? They think, ah, nah, nobody really cares. Nobody's going to do anything about it. We can do what we want. That's how politics works, folks. And I'm not being crappy and I'm not being shitty. I, I mean, I am. I'm pissed. Because we're going to screw around and they're going to do whatever and we're going we're gonna to think that we're following the Messiah to this 
and he's saved the day while not talking about politics. Let me clue you all in. This is politics. It's all politics. It's all interrelated. Keep in mind, folks, these people are currently under investigation from a four-year-long federal investigation. All right? Do you think they're capable of lying? Absolutely. All right? So, I mean, I, I apologize. <sighs> I promise that Saturday's episode 31 is going to be more pleasant. But I'm just very, very, very upset that nobody showed up. At the taping of this, there is a meeting scheduled tomorrow morning. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this, so I apologize if this is a little dated information. You might be listening to this on Thursday or Friday or sometime a week from now. But at the recording of this podcast being the evening of Tuesday the 13th, at the recording, there is a meeting scheduled for the Muncie Sanitary District at 11.30 in the morning. Now, I know that's tough. I know it's tough for people to get there because I know it's in the middle of the day. I'm going to take my lunch and attend. All right, I'm going to take my lunch and I'm going to take a little extra time and I'm going to attend this meeting and I'm going to see just what the hell's going on with this $17 million project. Don't forget that a whole other government's going on besides the plant. You know, that's what they like to do, sneak a bunch of craziness in at one time. It's kind of like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. I've seen this before. I've seen this in Winchester, folks. I've seen this in Richmond. I've seen it in Anderson. I've seen it in Indianapolis. It's what happens at the federal level. It's like a magic trick. Sleight of hand. Look in my left hand. Don't pay attention to my right. That's kind of what we've got going on. And so you got to get it together. Quit worrying about leaders. Nobody's a leader. We're just all citizens. Because what happens when you have a leader is you have followers. And by God, I'm not a follower. And if you're a follower, then I feel sorry for you. You're not a follower. You're a citizen with a right to vote and a right to speak out. That is, unless we don't fight for the right to speak out, and then we allow Nora Powell and Phil Nichols and the 214 machine to shut down our right to speak, and then you don't have a right to fight this. You know, it's just amazing. It's just amazing what people will allow when they think they got a friend because, oh, this council member helped me run my campaign. I'm going to be nice. Maybe she saw the way to use you, pal. Does that ring a bell? Or does manipulation not sound like something that's even possible? Keep in mind... She belongs to the party that's currently under investigation 
by the federal government and has been for the last four years. I just, I'm flabbergasted. And this has not been a nice, this has not been a nice episode. I have not enjoyed this. But folks, I, this is a call to action, a call to arms. And if you're pissed off at me, then take that pissed offness and turn it to the government and say, we're not putting up with this. And if anybody tells you you don't have a right to speak, tell that person to f*** off. If anybody tells you you don't have a right to speak, then you tell that person to f*** right off. Alright? Tell them you do have a right to speak. You do have a right to your opinion. And you do have a right to stand up for what you believe in. And if you believe that you're against this facility and your opinions differ than other people's, that's fine. If the other people also are against the facility, then you guys can team up for this. And then maybe for the next action, you'll be against each other. That's what politics is. But let me tell you, we're going to lose this if we keep this nonsense going. We're going to lose this if we allow this crap to continue. All right? You hear me? It's very, very, very important that you understand this. If you're listening to this before Wednesday at 11.30, Wednesday at 14th at 11.30, attend the meeting. Call in sick. Take a half day. Take an extra lunch. Show up. Fight for your city. If you can't go, I understand it. But go when you can, like the meetings in the evenings. There's a budget meeting tomorrow evening. Let's see how many people show up there. There's a budget meeting tomorrow evening. Let's see how many people show up. I guess there's a meeting for this on the 21st. I will let you know. I don't have a time. I've not seen that anywhere else. I hope it is. It would be great if it is. And then there's a city council meeting on Monday the 9th. And if we show up there and there's the regular 70 to 80 or 100 people there, then we're out of luck and we're in trouble. And you keep that in mind. And I don't need a large group or a leader to tell me that. That's just common sense. That's just politics. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm going to keep speaking truth to power, and I'm going to keep reporting on it, and I'm going to keep working to engage you all, whether you live in my community in Winchester, or you live in Muncie, or you live in Indianapolis, or you live in Houston, Texas, or if you live in California, or you live in Washington, or you live in Maine, or you live in Texas, I'm going to help you Help your community. Let's make our homes the best place it possibly can be. Why would you want anything different? I'm going to keep speaking out for the people that can't. I'm going to keep speaking out, and I'm asking you to join me. Help 
better your government through citizen involvement. That's what it takes. And it takes a commitment. Sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it's stressful. Sometimes it's a fight. Sometimes you lose. But you will always lose if you don't attempt it. If you just say, I'm not doing anything, you will definitely lose. So we only have everything to gain. Perception, perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks. Well, that's the show for tonight. It's called Does That Ring a Bell? Episode 30 is now in the can. Share it with everybody you know. Perception is reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey at perception.fireside.fm. It's an all-skate, folks. We're going to need everybody's asses up on the dance floor. It's going to take all of us. We're in a pickle. Until next time, for all of us here at Perception is Reality, stay safe, watch out for one another, God bless, and we'll look forward to talking to you again really soon. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.